going on everybody this is O from locker room bo this um, is your boy b sorry we're uh we're a little late we fell a little bit behind on some of our episodes had a little bit of uh some moving to do on my end and you know interrupted the flow uh from being able to record but at the same time we upgraded our equipment so you know you should uh hopefully expect better quality from us on that end uh today we are joined by our friend mason who has already been on the show um, yes, and then my brother-in-law, Chewy. And uh, we're just going to give him a quick minute to introduce himself. So go ahead, uh, Mason, introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, Mason over here. I don't know what else to really tell you for right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> man, Mason's my brother, man. Uh, <clears throat> so we got to definitely have his input on this episode, man. It's definitely a hard I really topic. appreciate you being on here, bro. And just, definitely. you know, first off, like, I don't want to say anything that's ignorant or offensive. I do. I apologize ahead of time. I'm not trying to <laughs> fuel any fires here, man. This is like definitely like from my position, it's kind of like a weird subject to talk about. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. We appreciate it regardless, man. Of course. Appreciate you guys. Hey, what's going on everybody. My name is Chewy. People know me and maybe Howard or Taylor. I go by many names, but yeah, here to discuss some um, problematic things. So. <laughs> here we go all right well with that said um there's nothing else but uh just get into it you know i think uh everybody has been aware of what's been going on lately with uh police brutality and you know the black lives matter movement and um you know some of the Protest. rioting and the protests and stuff like that uh before we get started on that it seems like Brandon and I have come to an agreement that if there is any opposition to the movement, it's mainly because lack of information from people that just don't know or misinterpretation of what the movement really is. Um, I know that Brandon and I talked about it specifically for my case, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later, but I'd like to give the floor to to Brandon and then to Chewy to kind of help us uh, get a better understanding of what, the Black Lives Matter movement is and what it means to, to the black community and stuff like that. So go ahead, B. For sure, man. Uh, I'm going to speak for myself, Chewy, you know what I'm saying? And the situation, my opinion on it. But to me, um, the Black Lives Matter movement is is a movement um, where we stress or we put recognition on, you know, injustices and quality um, that may occur, you know, in our society today. Um, it is not an anti-cop movement. It is not a we hate white people movement or whatever other kind of movement that is being portrayed by people who don't understand or don't want to understand the situation. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I hate the, the, the narrative that, that gets brought about when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, as we're some kind of militia or some kind of gang or some kind of uh, 
we've been called domestic terrorists at times. Um, I, I hate all of it, man, because none of it's true, man. They take one instance, one instance, negative instance from the situation, like a riot or a somebody breaking a store, burning down a building to to generalize a whole group. You know, when when our main objective, main goal is to bring a you know observation of, of police brutality, um, you know, the injustice, systematic racism that we have. Uh, depending on if you believe it or not, but in the Black Lives you know, Matter movement, that, that's, you know, where we're coming from, man. And that's it. There's nothing more to that. Um, I'm going to let Chewy add on. We can go back and forth on it, but that, that's my take on it, man. It, it's nothing more than that. Um, no anti-cap. I don't know. It, there's not much more to say. It's very simple, man. We, it's Black Lives Matter. It ain't anti-people or anti-all lives matter. It's we matter too, and that's that's the point of the whole situation, man. I don't know if we need to add that that two on the, on the edge of it to to make it more clear, but you would think it would be you know very obvious what the situation is. Um, but like I said, it gets hijacked the the whole narrative. But that's basically what it is, man. We matter too. We want it. We want to matter, and and and, that, and that's about it, man. Yeah, for me, um, the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement for me and what I view it as is um, a culture bringing awareness to people who choose not to see what's going on, choose to ignore history, choose to Mm -hmm. really just turn a blind eye. And like you said, simply put, that's what the movement is to me. Say less, that's what the movement is, awareness to what we go through. Uh, well, that's good. I'm glad that we, uh, we could uh, at least have a good definition on, on what it is. Uh, Brandon and I have kind of discussed this, uh, not so much in private, but just in our time together at work, where... You know, this is why there's other rises of other movements like All Lives Matter and, you know, sometimes the Blue Lives Matter movement that, that kind of sparked up around or after the, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, kind of just addressing what, what Brandon had said earlier about adding the two. I think it comes from a conversation that him and I had because um, I'm, I'm, veter- I'm a very literal person. So if I'm looking at, at just the phrase alone and not really putting in what what the movement is for or even adding a movement or adding a cause to what the phrase is saying, if I just read it as plain as it could be just to say Black Lives Matter, I interpreted it as just saying You initially interpreted it. I initially interpreted it as only Black Lives Matter because it's not really indicating anything else but that. So I feel that the lack of information that I had is what a lot of people didn't have in the beginning to be able to also initiate their all lives matter stuff. And then the blue lives matter thing. Um, so that was the main thing or one of the main things that we wanted to kind of get across today on this episode. Um, so I probably should have addressed this before we started it. But uh, for those of you that have been following us for a very long time, you guys know that Brandon is African-American uh, my brother-in-law is also African-American, and that's why I mainly had them both explain what the Black Lives Movement is to them 
and basically what it would, I guess maybe I could say this uh, with confidence, like as uh, maybe every, the black community can accept that definition for what the movement is, not the entire community, but maybe a good vast majority of it. Um, and then with obviously indicating their, their race, I'd like to indicate that if you followed me too, if you don't know, I'm Hispanic and then Mason is our token white friend this time. <laughs> I'm the token this time. <laughs> and just real quick, man, I want to like, you know, like second, I want to like Oscar said, man, like I know that my knee jerk reaction to like hearing Black Lives Matter was like similar. Like, not that I was like, oh my God, like they hate everybody, but it was kind of like, yo, like everybody matters, man. But then, you know, when I become more educated about it, it's like, okay, this is bigger than like just an everybody matters situation. This is like a call for help. This isn't just like a, like, hey focus on us this is like there's something serious going on here and like our lives do matter exactly um so with that said uh mason i'd like to give you the floor i mean you're ob- you're obviously gonna help us a lot in, in uh trying to get things across to um to what i i guess I, I don't know i don't i don't i hate to even put it this way but obviously there's an issue with with white people there with not understanding the movement and not really yeah um taking a part of it and even though there are some people who are white that are supporters uh it'd be nice to kind of be able to spread that message across and and i think you do do a very good job at doing that and explaining yourself so i'm going to give you the floor and kind of give us a good perspective of how you feel and how you think should be about before he goes before he goes i want to i want to give some context to to you know what mason's going to speak about um mason is a guy who's to me is not very naive. It's not naive at all. You know, uh, like he said, he initially thought, you know, that was a situation with Black Lives Matter. But through knowledge and information that he's, you know, brought to himself, he understands what the cause is. Like, like he said, a plea for help. So um, to anybody listening who may be Caucasian, European American, He's not against any any values that you might have. This is all his own perspective, and yeah, and and, and I appreciate it wholeheartedly. He he put a whole story out on his Instagram, laying out his feelings about how he feels about the situation, you know, and and it really struck a chord to me. And I'm sure if you know other black people would have saw the message, they it would have struck a chord to them because it's it's a very um, uncommon type of uh, of mindset that comes from people who don't understand the movement. Um, so I just want to get some context, Mason, my bad. Let me, let me give you the floor, brother. No, it's all good, man. I appreciate that. And like, you know, obviously I'm not full representation of my, like my race, if we're talking exactly. about my race right now, yep. you know what I mean? Like that's the hardest part. And like, yeah, I think that the, like one thing that people are struggling with is that if their first reaction to it was like, no, all lives matter. I think there's this like fixation in their mind to like, that's what I feel. That's what I am. And like, there's, for whatever reason, like deep rooted in humanity, like once we decided something, it's kind of like, that's what we stick to. Like we defend our own ego. And so I think the ego of people's getting in the way for them to like break down and go, oh shit, I was wrong. And like, this is what's really going on. Like this particular group of people do matter right now. We do need to help them out. But like two things that I brought up earlier, both with Brandon and with Oscar, Oscar, you brought up like misinformation. And I think that's a huge, huge part of what's going on. Like there's so much misinformation. And like, if you want to look for an answer on the internet, you can find it. Like you can back up your thought process, reinforce every opinion you have if you look for it on the internet, it's there. <clears throat> so the other part is like generalization, like that Brandon brought up. And I think everybody's generalizing things in a way that 
once again, skews the misinformation and it makes it like, hey, this is my opinion. Here are all these people that are generalizing the same thing. There's, since there's a generalization of this opinion, it must be true. And I think that people are really suffering from not taking a second, thinking for themselves, and like truly taking an edu- education. And I'm not trying to defend anybody for having like racist comments or racist feelings or anything like that either. Cause like, that's the issue is that like, I think there's this perpetuated state of like ego. That's like, no, if I thought this, this must be right. Or if my family thought this, this must be right. And so that's what people are really struggling with right now. For sure. Yeah, no, for sure. It's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right at all, but I'm saying like, I just think people need to like, reassess like how are you really viewing this and why you're viewing it the way you are like not to say that you just because you view it away it is incorrect but like i think at any point in this to say like all lives matter or try to protect like yourself in this is kind of like why why are you protecting yourself so much why do you, what do you feel like to be taken away from you if you say black lives matter right and you know what i that was something that i've kind of have been struggling with myself as far as uh like saying it in that sense, I, I mean, for those of you that don't know, as I mentioned, well, I don't think I've ever mentioned the, the the ethnicity of my wife, but my wife is half black. And as I mentioned before, my brother-in-law is black. And, you know, I have family that could possibly be affected by what's going on. And so I technically, I, I do have something personal, which would make me be involved. But I think what I've been having an issue with is kind of having people questioning me not not directly me like nobody's have has come up to me and be like damn oscar like you're not supporting anything you're not saying anything about the movement or anything like that but it's just comments and maybe it's just my subconscious working against me saying kind of making me feel guilty about what's going on but in the sense of like i feel like whatever i've done with you and gone through with you should kind of already tell you that i'm here for you as as a person and doesn't matter the ethnicity, but because I feel like that's just how I am with, with everybody. But, you know, I, I guess in a sense, I just don't like my, my intentions and my loyalty to be questioned in, in that sense. And at the same time, I think I just figured it out today too, on my way to home. I guess I just don't like to be told what to do. So, um, I don't know. Maybe that's where my combativeness comes from. I think it's a really good point, man. And some people may be feeling that right now too, is that like, even though it may be the right thing that black lives matter, they're feeling like you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what lives matter. You can't like, and there's just like resistance. It's all ego, man. It's all people feeling like I got to protect me in this for whatever reason. And really like their lives aren't in threat at all. Like the lives that are in threat right now are black lives. Right. And one of the things that I told Brandon uh, today was that, you know, so I'm I'm Hispanic. I I am. I guess at some point I was an illegal immigrant. Now my status is better, but it's not where it should be. But my thing is, is if if my friends wouldn't be in the situation where they would back me up on that end, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't question. You know, my friendship or question anybody why they're not supporting illegal immigrants or why aren't they signing petitions to do so? And I'm not saying this directly as if like the black community hasn't been involved because they have, I mean, they've been involved in the movements when um, Donald Trump had the ice raids. And then recently with kids in cages, there's, you know, very, there's a few, there's a few people that are, that are different ethnicities that are out there protesting for us and, and, and marching on us. 
but I don't think I would ever bear that much guilt on anybody for not doing it. And it just comes back again from either somebody not being directly affected by it or not having enough information. And I think I personally understand that. So I wouldn't really question it, even though I did get into it with one of my friends, uh, but it was more about his beliefs and not really understanding how the immigration system works. Um, but that that's a story for another day. So, um, so yeah, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. just been me, but so you're, so just be, like, oh, sorry, go sorry. No, I mean, just to kind of add on and kind of just finish my thought. Um, I do believe in everything that's been going on with the black lives matter movement. Um, I believe the cause, I believe that it is truly an injustice. I believe that there really is a strict pattern of African American men who have been shot and killed, um, basically for misjudging or for whatever other reason it wouldn't really matter. It's just, it's been done unfairly and on, and basically it's just not right on that end. So, um, you know, it's crazy. You say that is because usually when I get conversations of what people saying, Oh, what is What is the meaning behind black lives matter? It's all about all lives matter. But then I go to kind of what you said is like, but do you see, people on IG posting other people as far as like outside of the black race being pulled over, being killed, being abused, being like all the things that you see. And so like, that's really what black lives matters. Cause it's like to us, we feel majority of, I won't even say majority. There are, you know, there's cops out there who just look at us like nothing. There are regular people who are not cops that look at us like nothing. Um, so th- that's really what the Black Lives Matter basically means. It's like, stop killing us. We matter. We, we, we give to the community just like everyone else does. Why look at us like anything else? Um, so, like, I'm glad you touched bases on that because that's truly what the movement's about. It's not about other people don't matter. It's you. We are the only race you see continuously being killed by cops. Yeah. Not- Can I add on to that, man? I think that's a big, big thing, man. Like there's, I think it helps and hurts the cause right now because there's this like, I don't know. You see the cycle of like the black male always being put in this position of looking like a criminal. Mm-hmm. And obviously you see a lot of police brutality like revolving around that. And I think there's the reason it helps is that it shows like, Hey, there's this injustice in America against black people in general. And obviously like black males in the criminal justice system. But the other part of it is there's obviously the same police brutality happening to other races. That's not shown. And I think it's a weird narrative that's shown on media that you don't get to see Hispanics. You don't get to see whites. You don't see Asians being, you know, treated poorly by police, but like white people do get treated poorly by police. It does happen. I'm not mm-hmm. saying nearly as frequently as with other races, but like, it definitely happens to Hispanics and it definitely happens to Asians and Indians too. Probably maybe as equally as it does to black people, because there's obviously like some issues with white supremacy inside of police departments. It's not always the truth, but there is obviously an issue with that, especially in some of these like metropolitan areas. So I, I think it's a very important thing with that whole misinformation of like what's really happening with police brutality and how often is it happening to other people too? Like, and why is it just focused on African-Americans? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think I think you're right, and I don't know if it's 
I mean, obviously with the rise of body cams and then, you know, cell phones being used for videography now, it, it is. And I think that's why it, it's safe to say that there's a there's history behind it. There's evidence of continuously having uh, African-American men. I don't think you really see women that often, but I know it does happen. Um, there was just recently a girl. I don't know if she was African-American, but she was definitely of, uh, of color. And um, I don't remember exactly what the video happened. Cause it, the, way, the way it played is she was already on the floor bleeding out of her head. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the the cops don't discriminate. But at the same time, I think it's important for us to be able to note that it's not every cop. You know, I think it's important for us to realize that it's not every white person. It's not every black person. And it's not every Hispanic. It's not every Asian. You know, I think we all do definitely have stereotypes between our ethnicities. Um, and I think it's our job to break out of those. But at the same time, you know, we we can't be mad at being generalized because we generalize too. And it's not just on race. Essentially, it could be between a group of people like we generalize all cops we're not saying just all white cops we're just saying cops in general because there's also been record of black cops mistreating black african-american men so it, it's not it's it's not an ethnicity thing it really just happens to be law enforcement um and i think if we can recognize that i think it, it'd be a step forward to to helping us heal and helping us move forward in, in this time of, of craziness. I'm going to call it craziness because it's, you know, there's, there's protesting and then there's rioting and, you know, stuff like that, which we'll get into that. I, I want to kind of hear your opinions on, on the rioters and, and the protesters. Um, but before we do that, um, like I said, I, th I think it's definitely really important for us to, to know that there are a group of people that ruin it for others, and if we would like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, because I know Brandon said this for a while ago, and I don't know, Chewy, if you feel this way or not, but um, the fact of what is going on and how consistent it is with African-American men, with cops, like, it's like every time you see a cop, you know, you get scared. Like, there's a little bit of fear of what's going to happen, like, what am I going to do that's going to provoke this cop to end up killing me? Um, so I don't know if that fear also comes because we tend to generalize stuff and then maybe if we start treating it, it's like we need to give the cop the benefit of the doubt to prove to us that he's not that person. I, I always feel, uh, I just had the, the conversation with my 16 year old little brother. Um, he's going to start driving soon. So we're talking as, as we were always driving him home and um, my dad hadn't had the conversation with him about, you know, in a situation where you are confronted by a cop or you would be pulled over, you know, how to handle it. You know, um, you bring up a good point about, you know, generalizing cops at, in all situations. But I feel as though, you know, as black men in this country, because it's so frequent, it's so consistent, we have to err on the side of caution. And that's why I, I preach to my brother, you know, how to handle a situation you are, you know, being pulled over, you know? I think the best way to go about it for him, when I explained it to him, was to comply in any situation. Make the cop feel feel safe because you're never gonna know 
you know, if he's going to be one of the good guys, one of the bad guys, you're just never going to know. So err on the side of caution. And you know, that, that's how I broke it down to him, amongst other things. But I won't get into that. Um, but like you said, man, not all cops are bad, man. We don't, don't feel that, you know, in the black community. There might be, you know, upwards about it because of the situation that happened. But I feel as though the problem is um, with this kind of code of honor that the, you know, law enforcement have. There's been a lot of cops that have, that have you know, came out in, in, in support of, of the protests and condemning, you know, what, what, what this guy, this police officer did to George Floyd. Um, and that, that's been awesome. But I feel as though there needs to be a united front when it comes to law enforcement. That way we, we, we know as, as protesters, not, not just black people, there's been there's, there's other races in these protests that are, are voicing their, their anger and frustration about this situation. Because even though they might not understand it, they see it. They're able to get an get a, get a optic of you know, what a black man might have to deal with in, 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 in a situation like George Floyd. So there's nothing they could hide from. So I feel as though, you know, if law enforcement was to, with a united front, like, hey, we condemn this. This doesn't represent us. I think that would, that would aid in, in, in the healing process. I'm not saying it would heal everything that's going on, because there's people out there that don't F with the cops, man. It, it's just a fact. They just don't. It's this trauma that has been passed down that is, if it didn't happen to you, it's happened to your parents or, or, or your dad or your uncle or your cousin. It's, it's happened. So. You know, I feel like, you know, if we, we, can, re, we can repair this, I, it, it would help out in the situation. You know, if they, if they can, as much as we need to do our part in protesting and, and trying to make a change and get reform for, you know, for justice, we need some, we need some help, you know? We, we, need, we need some help from law enforcement. We need, we, need, we need some help from other ethnic groups. You know, we can't all do it by ourselves. We're, we're trying, but we're not going to be able to do it all by ourselves. So. I completely agree, and I, I definitely agree with what you said, Brandon, as far as um, with our people. It's like we probably, well, I won't say our people, but in general, as kids, we probably have seen um, somewhere a uh, dad or an uncle, someone get pulled over and have to deal with it. And, like, for me, I'm a pretty stand-up dude. Like, I don't do anything. Uh, I work. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not into any illegal thing, but even the fact that, I can be all these good things and still get nervous when a cop gets behind me, when I'm pulling up to a cop, um, just anything. And it, it, it just comes from what we've experienced and what we've seen. Everyone that we've seen, they, there's people that have been completely innocent and still have died at the hands of cops. So to even say, like, yeah, you know, like how you said you told your brother, like, to comply, to comply with them. Like, you can make a cop feel as good as he wants. But if he has mm-hmm. in his mind that he pulled you mm-hmm. over just based off the skin of his car, he could have had a bad day. It doesn't matter how much you comply sometimes. He could just take it out on you. Definitely. And that's really the, the scary part about it and why I think I get nervous still. Definitely. And so um, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely a conversation to have. And I definitely think that there are some cops that should definitely come out and make the people understand, like, look, there are some bad cops out there and there's some good ones and we don't stand with them. Just like if a cop was to see us, like, yeah, they may generally stereotype all black people to be thugs or all this and that. 
But don't put that stereotype on us if you don't want us to put a stereotype that all cops are bad. It's the same situation. Exactly. Exactly. I also want to say it's crazy, man. Like, it's definitely something I've never thought about is like having that kind of conversation with like a family member of like what you need to do in the situation of like being around the presence of an officer. And like, I don't know, that's, I think privilege needs to be brought up in this conversation. Like I'm here, like it's something I've experienced. It's something that growing up to you, I didn't want to like admit. And like the more I'm exposed to like what's going on, like true culture, like I grew up in a predominantly white area. So like, I don't really have like the experience of being around like people of color and like knowing what it was like for them growing up. Like, so I don't know. I think that's like absolutely crazy that both of you guys feel like this is like a shared thing and like people of color, like they have to like protect themselves just to get into a car and get a license. Like it's, I don't have to think about that. And that's terrible. Right. I mean, for me, I, I get nervous, but not because I'm fearful for my life. I get nervous for, I don't want to get a ticket. You know, and yeah, me too, man. Like, I got, I got, I got a tent on my car. I don't have a front license, but like stupid stuff like that. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't matter. Like, and it, it, I, don't to, it, I don't have to fear like, oh, dang, this might instigate something worse. Right. Yeah. I and the thing is, like, I am not saying that I've had good experiences with the cops. I mean, I've I've definitely had my fair share of of cops that have had their bad days. You know, and I don't know <laughs> if my fear stems from like because I do drive a modified car that it's going to get towed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's more of my biggest fear. You know, inconvenience is our fear. Yeah. And it, I mean, I guess fear is fear and it's not at the same level. Right. But I've never had to see that. And like, I think I've seen, you know, some of some Hispanics, you know, definitely get abused by cops. And it's but it's mainly been, you know, the person that that's been game banging or the person that just stirs up stuff when they get pulled over. Um. And I, like, so for a first time experience, like when I got pulled, well, I, I didn't get pulled over. I was in the car as my friend got pulled over, but he was drunk. And this was when I was 18. Um, he tried to, you know, flee the scene in his car and then they ended up catching up to the car. So when they pulled him out, yeah, they beat him up. I mean, was it called for? I don't know, but that was probably the closest thing I witnessed hand to hand of a person that I knew was a good person, just happened to be Hispanic as well getting I guess brutalized by the cops you know I mean I can't really say whether they had a reason to or not uh I think at this point just the fact that he tried to flee the scene gives them enough an excuse to do so but um yeah I don't know and 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 again to referring to why I, I probably haven't been as vocal about the whole movement is because I can't relate to that you know, my experience will, will well, at, up to this point, has never been anywhere near that. You know, and when I see other Hispanics or other people that are not black try to speak out and create some kind of empathy towards it, it kind of bothers me because I feel like you will never experience that. Like, you don't know what it's like. I don't know how you can sit there and... and and act like you know what's going on when you don't. Like, you might disagree with what it is, but we, I don't feel like we'll ever feel that unless you've actually been put yourself in that situation, which I think a vast majority have not. So, that, that like I said, I've, I've struggled with this for, like, two weeks now in my head because I definitely want to show that I'm supportive, you know, but then I also don't want to come... 
to a situation and pretend like I know what you're going through because I don't. That's dude, I feel that. That's why I was quiet in the beginning. I even told Brandon, like, I feel guilty I've been quiet. Like I <laughs> respect these people that I like, man. It sounds stupid. Like, you know, you know I think about people like Brandon, they're like, and I have like, coworkers that are African American and like I love them to death. And I'm like, am I doing a dishonor to people that I love by like being quiet? Like, but I, you know, I don't want to be wrong, say something stupid and be like, yeah, let me come save you, the white savior again. Like, that sounds like the wrong thing too. You know what I mean? Like, it's messed up, but that's what's, what do I do in this position? Cause I want to be supportive in the right way. It's not about me. It's about you. And so what can I do? And, but I don't want to ask what can I do? Cause that seems like the wrong thing too. Cause the white person is supposed to educate themselves right now. So I'm lost. Help me out. <laughs> yeah. For, for for me for me Mason like I brought up about you know you posting and you know you putting something on your story you writing out a what your opinions are about the situation for me it's optics man I think for a lot of people who are out there about you know if you ain't saying nothing you're part of the problem I think the the, the base root of that is they just want to know that you are there for them you're showing you showing support. Um, whether it be genuine or not, man, I feel it's just those optics, man. I think we have the social, so, so many social medias where you're able to to express yourself in in different ways um, and put out that type of information or that type of support uh, for your for your black brothers and sisters, man. I, I I think it's just the optics, man. I was trying to ex- explain it to Oscar early on before he got on. Um, you know, I personally, it it wouldn't matter. You know, if you, Mason, or Oscar, y'all posted something. I know you guys personally. I, we've, we've had in-depth conversations. I know where your heart is. But like I said with you, Mason, it meant everything to me, man. It, 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 it everything. Partly, I'm going to be honest with myself. It was because, you know, you are Caucasian. You are white, man. But it, it was genuine. Everything that I said to you, man, it was genuine. It, it, it's it's it means a lot and it means lots of other black people. I know I'm not, I'm not alone in this, you know, this feeling. Um, so I think the base root of that is, is, is optics. They want to know that you support them in this movement, regardless of you having the same experience, regardless, regardless of you having all the information, regardless of that, just from a person, a human aspect, you got our back. You see what's going on. You see, there's an issue. You have our back. And, and, and that, that's, that's my, that's my take on it. You know, I know Oscar struggling with it. I know you struggle with the Mason, but if you just take out all of the, all the noise that you might have in your head and you just look at it from the human perspective, man, you see, there's an issue. You voice your opinion on it. Or you, you voice your support on it and you know, you go from there. So that's just my take on it. It's just optics, man. Optics, show up support. You know, because I know there's going to be some black people like me, Oscar, if you have, I don't know if any other black friends you have, but if you did, if they're really in tune with the situation, in tune with what's going on, in tune with the movement, in tune with the protest, they're going to show you love. They're going to show you love. They're going to, they, either, either that be in the comments or they DM, DM you, they're going to show you love. So, that's how I feel about it. How you feel, Joey? I completely agree. I think, um, a lot of the a lot of the people that I've seen on the, my social media, like friends and everything, like I I'll say it now, I truly appreciate them 
uh, especially the ones who are not black, posting things and saying things and reaching out. Um, genu- uh, if it's genuine, I definitely appreciate it. I'm not here for yeah, you for clout sure. chasers, none of that. Yeah, um, yeah. it's got to be genuine, especially because this is serious. I don't need any fake love. This is a serious matter to not just black people, but because we're talking about Black Lives Matter, it's a serious situation to us. But in in general, though, I feel like this movement speaks to all minorities um, in the world in general. Um, and to go to Mason and Oscar, I, I don't think I, I, I'm glad you guys are honest about your. Uh, conflicting feelings because even I can't sit here and argue a case because I've never experienced a situation with a cop like I've seen all over social media. I've never. So even then I was conflicted. Like what I've, you get, you become conflicted when you've never experienced something. But then when you step out and like Brandon said, it's, if it's a, it's a human problem. So George Floyd, there's a lot of people who, I believe didn't see color. They just seen their uncle, their friend, their dad. They seen people that that could have been, I feel. And that's where the sympathy came, rolled in. And then I think it kind of started to hit people like, yo, this is happening a lot to the black culture. Like this is just, it's a, it's another situation. And um, I think that's possibly what made people, feel as strongly as they did, why people are out supporting. Um, hopefully it's not just because they were bored in quarantine. I hope it's all genuine. Let me preface my statements too, man, because I do hope it's all genuine. My mindset is, um, you know, in the situation where you, you, you're in, that, in that, that bubble of lostness, like you don't know where, you know, how to express yourself. Um, just showing that support. It is genuine in the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, because you're, 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 seeing, you're seeing it, you're seeing the issue, just putting it out there. So let me purpose my statement. I don't, I don't mean not genuine. I, I totally agree. I don't want the fake love. I don't want none of that bull crap. I want, I want you to see the issue and feel, feel in your heart that it's, there's a problem. This man was calling off for his mom. How many, how, how many of all of you, when we were children, you know, when you were hurt, you're calling out for your mom. We can all relate to that. The, every, every race can relate to that. You know? I can't breathe. Like, you know, it, it's, it's such a human, human, human thing that people need to just break down. And it would be a lot easier for people to understand. You know, obviously we have this, we have this movement because it's happening so frequently to black people. But if you look at it to the, to the, to the base of the human aspect, man, this, this man was calling out for his mom. Before he passed away, it, it, that that's that's that that should hurt everybody's heart to the core, to the core. Regardless of if they say that he was resisting, they say I don't know. There, he 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 was on drugs. I get they 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 said um, whatever the case may be, man. The guy didn't deserve to die. The guy didn't deserve to be begging for his life to be explaining that he can't breathe to be calling out for his mom. He didn't deserve that. Nobody deserves that. And that's what people need to understand. That's why I feel you, man. Like, I feel what you're saying. Like, it needs to be like an optic thing. Like, let people be out there, let them speak. And all this. like, but I, I guess, like, like Chewie was saying, man, like, this is a serious situation. And like, 
I feel like me, po- me posting on Instagram didn't do sh- sh- like it, it's supportive. It's kind. It's like a gesture. I hope I opened up some of the people's mind, at least think about the situation, but like, what did it really do? Like, I know there's a butterfly effect. I hope it inspired someone else to move, but did that person inspire somebody else? Or is this just like, cool. I posted something and everybody moves on. Like, I think it's more serious. People need to be involved. I think, um, I don't want you to discredit what your post did because it may not have Mm-hmm. touched i don't know you may you may not have a lot of followers but the people like for brandon he said he was touched by it the fact that he had a friend outside of his race that spoke up on their beliefs that's enough it doesn't take more than one person for it to touch you showed support for your friend that's all it takes i appreciate that man and i see that too and it's like i know it's the small things that matter to you but but damn man this is like serious yeah. this is like the equality of humanity like and i think it's something like if you look through history that humanity continues to struggle with like on one race to the next it's not you know there's been different races oppressed throughout time and i'm like obviously america, america had this issue mm-hmm. with like you know, white and black and like, but i don't know man it just seems like humanity needs to focus on equality and i, I don't know why that's such a struggle that we can't have empathy for each other just because like the difference in our shape of our skin or shape of our face or our skin or color or something like that seems so dumb what about you oh uh Actually, I was going to try to touch on something else. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I think, you know, we kind of got everything out as as far as, you know, the, the situation on that end. And realistically, wh- where where it stands on for everybody. Um, I mean, unless you have any other, like, final thoughts you want to share just on that. I mean, we're still going to be talking about this. It's just I wanted to address, like, a situation within the situation. Let's um, man. Change the pace. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get it. So... I mean, obviously, I feel like the the movement is meant to make change and to create a different world, right? I think, uh, or a different type of type of living for you know the the ethnic people in in the United States. But I guess it's my my thing is like, what message are we trying to do, or what? How is it that that it's trying to happen? Is it trying to happen peacefully? Is it trying to happen by force? And what I mean by that is trying to separate the protesters and the rioters. Um, I think if we look historically, we've seen that riots doesn't really get a lot across. You know, and one of the things that Brandon and I were talking about is it just depends on on how fed up the people really are. You know, if you look back at, at the civil rights movement, you're looking at Martin Luther King Jr., where he's a peaceful guy, and then you got Malcolm X on the other guy who's an extremist. You know, they both were for the same thing. They just went about it differently. And that means they both accomplished tremendous things, you know, but unless you know your real history, you probably don't hear about Malcolm X as very much as you would as Martin Luther King Jr. And it might be just because of what the way that he went about things isn't the not. I don't want to say the right way, because in these situations, I feel like it's been tried in every aspect until the only thing you can do is just let out frustration on, on, on how you feel about things and how you want change to be done. But then again, maybe you're not recognized as much because of the way that you went about it. So um, I think it's important, too, to be able to separate the two, separate the rioters and separate the protesters. Yeah. Um, we feel like, I say weeks. <laughs> Brandon and I have had this conversation like for like two weeks now. Um, and it's really trying to, see what what and if the message is still being across you know it all started because of George Floyd with the riots that's still something that's being sent out is that still the same message 
that it set out to be, and, and not just for George, for George, but for every other African American man that's been killed within the last three years, um, just just because, you know, like what is it really that is going on? It would be my question to all three of you, really, like, and and it'd be important to see really where where the aspect is, just because, like I said, both you, Chewing, and Brandon, you, even though you guys are black men, and so thus far you have shared the same opinion, sort of. You know, you can still view this very differently. You know, Chewie, you could be radical, and Brandon, you could be peaceful, or vice versa. So it could just really depend. And then Mason, too. I mean, like I said, you, you're the token white friend right now. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I guess in a in a sense, it's like what is really being portrayed on your end? Like, what is it that you see? Okay. So for for me, uh, I think Mason brought it up early, or actually just a minute ago, how you know, he grew up in a in an all white community. Uh, well, majority of the people he was surrounded by were white. Um, I don't, don't want to. Dude, there were two black. There were two black people in my entire school. Okay, like, all four grades that were there, man. Like my my graduating class, like had one person. Got it. That Got was, it. So, like, yeah, that perspective alone is. I think that's a part of the problem. So, in a situation where, and that's not that's not just for Mason. It could be all. A lot of majority Hispanic school or majority majority Asian school. If these cops, you know, are not in tune with their community, in tune with the people they are protecting, are supposedly protecting and serving, I feel like that that's just a boiling pot for problems to call to happen. Um, like for Mason, if he was to be a cop and he was, you know, like you said, he's been around Caucasian people who majority of his his life, majority of his grade school. If you go into a situation where you become a cop and, you know, you have some conflicting interests about how black people are because you never encountered them, it might lead to something bad. If you don't know how to speak to, you know, our culture or not, you know, maybe understand it or, you know, be be able to, to communicate in the proper way, um, I think it's gonna be a cause for problems, man. And and I feel there there's certain cops, man, that, that may be fearful. I feel like a lot of fearful cops, man. I don't feel like everybody who is a cop should be a cop. Let's get that off, uh, you know, straight, you know. I, I feel like there's a lot of fear that goes on, you know, when it comes to black people, how we may be perceived, how we may be generalized. Um, I think that's, 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 that's a part of the problem. As, uh, you know, these cops not being able to be surrounded by black people and know how to act. Um, they think it's just an automatic threat. Maybe I'm, I'm just speaking on my terms of how I, how I, how I see it. Um, so maybe if there was some way that cops could, you know, do more community service in the, in the, in the, in the city or, or, or neighborhood or County, there's a their County Sheriff, you know, who they're serving. I think that's very important, man. Get into what's going on around you and not just assume that, you know, if you're in a very impoverished area that has a lot of crime, that every person you come encounter with is going to be a, 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 a negative person, you know? So that's just my take on it for, from that perspective. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree with that as far as uh, there's a lot of cops that shouldn't be cops. Um, those in particular, I consider closed minded because if you can't, if you can't, look at individuals as individuals and only you can look at them as a group of people. And, and, I, and I guess mm -hmm. in that case, it's, um, and I'm only speaking in regards to the 
bad, close-minded um, yeah, people yeah, yeah, with yeah. badges. They're not cops. They're they're people with badges. Um, if you can't just look at someone and treat them as an individual instead of stereotyping that they're going to be just like the last few people you may have pulled over, mm-hmm. you shouldn't mm-hmm. be a cop. But then to touch bases on what Oscar was saying, um, initially with the whole looting and the rioting and the uh, the protesting, uh, I've had a lot of people ask me what's my take on it. And, um, of course, I'm with the protest. And Definitely. I'm totally against the rioting and the looting. But I would be naive to say that that didn't change what's happening now because – George Floyd was not the first black person to die at the hands of a cop. George Floyd was not the first person to start a protest. We've had Mm -hmm. protests before, and where has that gotten us? Nowhere. But all of a sudden, people are, you know, trashing stores, you know, looting in the rioting, basically. And you've got... Tons of people coming out saying we support the black community and the Black Lives Matter. So why? So I really look at it like this particular protest is very different from the Eric Gardner protest, the the Sandra Bland protest. All those people. Um, Mike this Brown one's very protest, different. Friends. And the one aspect of what makes it different and why people are coming out. I can't say this is why people are coming up, but why I see I see people like uh, companies like Amazon. I see all these big names. I can't name them all, but they're coming out supporting, and I can't help but to realize that the main difference is the looting and the, the rioting. During this particular death of a black person compared to the rest. So, no, I don't agree with the looting and the rioting, but I would be naive and stupid to say that I don't think it's made a difference in people's outlook and wanting to listen. Mm. Yeah, I, don't know, I think that's a. So, so go go for it, man. Yeah, I, I'll I'll pick you back on on that. Um, when it when it comes to this writing and 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 this looting, I think it dilutes you know the message of what's trying to come across, man. I feel like people are 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 changing the narrative of you know what we're trying to come across as pro, as protesters. Um, and I don't think that's right, man, at all. I don't agree with it. Like I, like Oscar said a little earlier, you know, there may be frustration, there may be anger, but there's a lot of majority of the people out there that are that are feeling the same way or out there peacefully protesting and showing support and, and trying to make a difference. Um, and I've seen there's been a lot of, uh, you know, expect, exploitation of, of, of the protest. Um, by by the looting, I feel like that's being shown more, and not people who are who are peaceful protesters checking these the, the these these savages, the people who are trying to start up problems, who are trying to burn buildings, who are trying to loot you know properties. Um, I think that needs to be shown more because a lot of people going out there and 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 wanting to do the right thing, and it's just those 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 bad apples, you know, that are that are ruining the message because there's been you know other races that are, have started those are incited those you know riots or those looting you know instances there's been a lot of black people that have, have been a part of it as well and it's like like why why that's not what we came here for it's not it's not gonna bring george floyd back that that that's not you know what the message is and 
I don't know, man. I, I, you know. Yeah, no, like, and, and that was gonna be my my next comment yeah. was just gonna be the fact that it's not just like it, it's unfortunate because it's tied into the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, which would indicate that it's mainly black people that are out there and not really having a lot of support from other ethnic races. So if if even the opportunity of showing that another ethnicity was the one who threw the first rock out a window to start mayhem. You know, it's almost like unheard of. You know, it's still going to be related towards black people. And and it still gives off that image that everybody already has of the black community that, you know, to be destructive, to be, you know, uh, confrontive and just want to create mayhem. And I, I think that's that was my bigger issue. It's like I believe in the cause, but the image and what you're portraying to be is being. Um, damage because of the looting. And the problem mm. is, is like, it's everybody's out there. Uh, there was even a, a news anchor lady who uh, was recording this white lady uh, come out, come out of a store with a whole bunch of bags and clothes. And uh, I mean, she had the, the, I guess she didn't want to indicate anything else, but she made it seem like this lady was an employee of that store. Who was just happened to take account for inventory of the clothes that, that were or the items that were missing, you know, when clearly if I'm sure if you they've camera would have kept following her, she would have just gotten in her car and put clothes in there. Um, and and I think that's also like the problem, too. It's like we know I think I think now. It's very important and I'm going to go ahead and assume because of social media that we're all very woke in the sense of the fact that we know that the media manipulates a lot of things and mm. this isn't like a um like a, like skepticism or anything like that like this has just been proven over the last couple of months and how the media decides to play things on their favor and especially depending on the media if it's going to be more right-sided they're going to play stuff that it's going to show you why you should continue to be right-sided and be against mm -hmm. you know the left side or be a democrat and and republican and you know, uh, of course, the media is only going to show black people looting. Yeah. You know, they're they're only going to show black people throwing rocks, throwing bricks. If it's, it's generalization and misinformation again, man. It's all over. Exactly. And and that's why, like, I feel like I get the frustration, but you should know that this is what they're looking for. You're giving them ammo to use against you to just really be, hey, you know what, like, Maybe it made sense at the beginning, but now, like, look, look at you. Look how you're acting. Like, mm. this isn't what this is about. Like, why should we take in consideration how you feel? Like, you've literally proven to us that we should be fearful of you. That we mm. should watch what we do because of how you're able to act. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, that's just kind of <laughs> my uh, my take on that, too. And I was, then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was going to... Uh, I kind of lost track of thought at the end of what I was saying. Um, but I was getting to that about, you know, the optics of, of, of just black people going in there and looting. And then a white, you know, a white lady comes out and supposedly she's taking inventory. These situations where it, stores are being looted or rioting or issues that are outside of what the message is and the protest is, they're not going to blame any other race, you know? They, 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 they're not going to ever blame any other race when it comes to the situation. You pointed to it, Oscar. It's always going to be the, these animals out here, these, the, the, these rioters. These, it's, it's the black people that are doing these thugs. 
you know um and 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 and, and that I, that's not okay that's not okay like i said the, the media is manipulating the situation they're not showing the other side of protesters checking these guys who are who are looting are, are checking these people who are, are spray painting because that's, that's not what we want to do we're not we're not trying to be out here damaging pro, uh people's properties that's not the message that's not the goal you know we're looking for reform we're looking for a change in, 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 in equality. We want people to wake up in this situation, you know? So I want to uh, touch bases actually on what both of you said. Um, like I said, I don't support the looting. I don't support the rioting. But when you were talking about the, uh, the white lady who, who was basically given the narrative um, for the girl who was uh, stealing the art, walking out with the bags it this is really a damned if you do damned mm. if you don't kind of situation because if you have cops out there planting bricks um out mm -hmm. there if you have cops dressing in um clothes that you so you can't recognize them they already view us as animals there that's that narrative's not going to change that's already uh implanted in their brain so the whole rioting and looting, like, I'm against it, but, like, if, if I was to jump into uh, the brain of certain, like, a few of uh, black people who clearly are out there, they're angry, in their head, I'm sure some of them are definitely against it, but when do you get tired of peacefully protesting? Mm -hmm. When do you get tired of complying mm -hmm. with the world trying to get them to listen. I'm pretty sure in their head, they're like, okay, so you don't want to listen to us when we're peacefully talking. So I'm going to get at your money. What I think you really care about that. I think there's a majority of people out there who have that mindset. And I'm pretty sure there's people out there who just carelessly not thinking about it. Then there's those out there like, I'm going to give me a free TV. I'm going to get what I can. Take but I, there's a handful of people who I could only just imagine they're saying, we've tried the peaceful way plenty of times. We've gotten nowhere. So if all you cared about is the dollar, I'm going to fuck up your stores. I'm going to go at your bottom line. <laughs> well, that's one of the things, too. Can I go too, token white like, guy on you now? <laughs> what happened? I, got, I, got, I said, can I go token white guy on you guys now? Because I, <laughs> go go I, I got some feelings on all this. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, man. All right. Yeah. Like, okay. To, I agree with you, man. I think there are certain people who have just like, they've hit their brink. Like, I think that some of these people are not probably innately like angry people. They're just like fed up. I also think that part of the issue is the issue with like COVID as well. You have all these people pent up inside for so long and they're already upset with government. And then they'll have the catalyst of like, oh, there's a movement. So like, mm. they're gonna be opportunistic and be like, well, I can fuck some shit up. I'm gonna do it. Sorry, I don't know if people are okay with me swearing or not, yeah, but no, that's ahead. what's going to happen. Okay. Like, that's, that's what, that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like that's, you have all these people who are just, regardless of they're for the cause or not, they're just like, smashing the window sounds cool. Let's go. Yep. And so that might just be their mentality. And unfortunately that is being shoved in with this whole cause. And like, once again, like I, the media thing is so important, man. Stop watching the news guys. Like just fucking stop, go outside and have a conversation with somebody and like, think about it. Like if you don't have access to it, like, yeah, probably be a part of it. Try to figure out what's going on the best you can. But the news is probably not your best source. Or maybe watch ABC and watch Fox and come somewhere in the middle. 
I don't know. You, you could know, always you might, also it's... listen to Locker Room BO. <laughs> you could do that. Uh, <laughs> Plug that in. Um, but uh, one thing that Brandon said, though, man, is like, this is all being put on black people right now. And I that's not exactly true because Trump has gone off and said, like, oh, this is Antifa left that yeah, are out there yeah, violating. Yeah, for sure, that for sure, for sure, for sure. I think that's super important to realize. Like, there's the the agenda is division that that is all the agenda mm. is they don't care if it's white and black or if it's democrat republican they want division guys there is enough of like this chaos going on that voting's happening primaries are happening in states and people are completely ignoring it like there's important stuff going on for this year's election that's happening and it's kind of just being lost in the shuffle of like what's actually going on and so i think it's important to realize like i, I I don't condone rioting. I don't condone looting. I, I don't condone violence. Like that's just who I am as a person is how I was raised. I do agree that at some point, like you kind of got to be the squeaky wheel to get oiled. I'm like, Hey, like there's some shit going on. Like how loud do we have to get? Like, do we have to break something like that kind of sucks? But I think the Malcolm X Martin Luther King thing is super important too, man. Like if anybody wants, I'm not saying like people don't support Malcolm X and what his cause was is fucking awesome. And he's a badass person, but like, if you think about what it is, like people always going to remember Martin Luther King first, man. They're going to think about how peaceful he was and it was sustainable. The message lasted. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I fear that like with the rioting, like if it was just the rioting and there was nothing else being focused on, it's going to fizzle. It'll just be this big, like it's a firework goes off and done over with mm -hmm. or whatever. But if you had this like peaceful protest, which you're starting to see now, like media can't hide it, that people are literally gathering in the droves exactly. and the streets in like these huge cities and it's peaceful, man. It's sustainable. Like this stuff is like, this shows that as a democracy of the world, we don't care if it's a republic, we don't care if it's, it's a you know a dictatorship, all these things. People are going out there and being like, enough, man. Like, no more oppression, no more bullshit. Like, we're here. And I think there's something to be said in peace too that everyone's been angry before, but you can't tell me that you can hold on to that anger for so long, man. Eventually it kind of like fades away. You start to collect like logic again. You're like, fuck, okay, I was just angry. Mm. People that are peaceful, man, like if you meditate, you know you can hold that peace for a long, long time, man. And I think there's something to be said in that. If you do these peaceful protests, like it's gonna, you can stand out there forever peacefully, man. You can't. There's only so much shit you can break. <laughs> Once you've broken all of it, it's broken. Mm. What can you do then? Mm. One thing, just to to kind of add to Mason's thing, um, you know, the the agenda of of dividing. You know, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that, Mason, because that's actually what we had you on the very first episode. We talked about political yeah. parties and divisions. And why the need for division in general. But, um, I mean, it's just a tale as old as time, you know. Um, where there's war, there's opportunity. And, Us and, them and forever, that's, that's just what's been going on, too. Um, another thing, too, is uh, I think we're going to have to do, like, a part two on this, boys. Because I, uh, <laughs> I have family here that's uh, needing, Life goes on. <laughs> needing the room. No, no, no. I, I'm definitely interested. But I'd like to give us exactly, like, a little bit more time. So, hopefully, maybe... Uh, all of our schedules are clear this weekend where we can spare another hour or two to where we yeah. can finish some thoughts up about this. Um, and then kind of say part two, since, since you guys don't know, my biological father was a police officer growing up. And I want to touch on that later because mm. you guys, have, I know I hit it. I'm sorry. Mason comes part out. Two, here dirt. we go. <laughs> all right. So I think that's an important part, man. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I know. So, and I say biological for a reason because he's not, he's not around to like hang out right now. So uh, <laughs> there's something important in that, man. And what people are talking about with cops and who need to be in a position who don't. And I think that should be part two. <laughs> I think the, the important thing is, though, um, I don't think any of us have a problem 
with cops. We have a problem with bad cops. Um, yes. And it's cool if your dad is a cop, but yeah. it's really we're focused <laughs> on. I, we're really focused on like the bad cops because I've seen tons of cops come out and you know now they're speaking about you know we don't we are different we don't support those cops out there. I I I don't know where they were all the the protests you know all the the ones in the past i don't know where they were at but um that's that, i think that's why i like i said i don't agree with the looting and the riots but i would be naive to say that it didn't cause a lot of people to start speaking up who didn't speak up before but yes, i sir. don't condone it but it has changed <laughs> but, but damn it worked <laughs> So yeah, with that said, boys, I mean, any closing thoughts just for today? Like I said, I hope we can uh, we can pick this up uh, this weekend if you guys are not busy, or maybe next week. Um, I'd like to give us a little bit more time. It's just with the situation right here at home since I moved. I'm kind of sharing rooms <laughs> with all the space really, um, and you know I can't keep family locked in their rooms forever. <laughs> so uh, closing thoughts, man. Yeah, closing just be thoughts. kind to people, yo. Like this is crazy. Everybody's emotions are high. Just show some love, man. If you're feeling upset. Take a second, come back to it. It's not going to get better by getting in a heated conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love, man. Love, man. Love. We got it. We got to start showing some love and some empathy for people, even if you don't understand, man. Just show love. Show love. So we're going to get through this. Beyond showing love, just sit down and listen. Yep. Open your eyes, open your ears, pay attention, stop thinking that the world is rainbows and lollipops because for a lot of people it's not. So um, just if you got a friend um, there that's black, sit down with them, pick their brain, see, see what they've been through. I'll see what they've witnessed. Uh, if you don't have an understanding, get an understanding. It helps by just listening. That's where it starts. Wanting Definitely. to listen. Definitely. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you joining us again for another episode of Locker Room BO. Um, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locker Room BO. That's all together. No periods in between the letters. Um, my final closing thoughts is uh, if we're going to be violent about something, let's be violent about spreading love. Um, so with that, thank you again. A uh, quick shout out to DJ Payne One for our new intro for our song. I forgot to mention that on our our first episode, but thank you for uh, providing us the the new intro, the new song, the new beat. Shout and, out to uh, little Aubrey too, for, you know. She came oh yeah, in. shout out to Aubrey, my little <laughs> one. She uh, did a guest star on the intro. So uh, with that said, guys, uh, take care, be safe, um, live to fight another day. Peace out. The, 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 the most dedicated.